Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tradercom Crypto Show. Another great guest from the CC4. I've got Dr. Evan Luther. Thank you so much for your time, my man. Pleasure to be here. Uh, listen, I've, I've managed to find you randomly, okay, on Instagram. Now, I've seen you at other events. I've, you've got a very prominent face, and a jacket like this, it's hard, to, it's hard to go past without noticing, to be fair. You're a young man in a very dynamic space. What got you into this space? That's my first question. Um, so Bitcoin is about 25-25% of what I do today. I got my first Bitcoin 2012. I was living in San Francisco at that time. Yeah, right. But I never really got into in detail, into in depth. I yeah. did not start any business around it or did not buy too much of it. And then I actually sold some when they crashed later on after that. Okay. And I still left the market. But I got back really involved in early 2016 with my own companies that I invested in and in incubating. So they reached out to me and said, hey, can you help me with blockchain? Um, can you help me with smart contracts? Because I, mean, I have 300 people who build, uh, work for me full time building technology. So our main expertise is technology. So at that point, when our own companies and partners wanted it, that's when we started getting involved in deep. And then I opened my first uh, crypto investment bank where we work with um, founders of risk capital by the crypto markets and we come in and uh, do that for them. Work with them. Um, it's been very successful. Raised over 100 million plus for different projects. Yeah. Delivered a 10x return to our investors for the first one already. And a very successful German STO. Um, doing some interesting projects. Yeah. Doing the world's first STO IEO. STO IEO. Yeah. The, the first, first hybrid. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The first security token on an exchange offering. A Frankenstein token. Uh, I don't know if that's the best <laughs> way to define it, but yes. Uh, definitely a good token, a great token. Well, mate, uh, for such a young man, you've obviously achieved a huge amount of stuff. What drives you? I mean, you've got so much stuff going on. Why are you here? What, what, what pushes you to go further, to go I beyond? Mean, I mean, I love my life. You know, I enjoy what I do every day. I live like it's my last, but you work like you're going to live forever, right? Yeah. So leave a legacy behind. And I mean, I, I got into early in the technology space. I started when I was 12, actually. So I've been for 12 years in technology. Uh, and uh, I built my first app when I was 13. It was the first 100 guys to make apps for the iPhone. And ever since that, I built about 30 apps for my first company when I was 17, started investing. But it's always been doing what I like and what yeah. I enjoy. I mean, working in the blockchain cryptocurrency space, you have the ability to make an impact on a lot of people. You can impact billions of people. Yeah. I'm, I come from India, and over half a billion people are unbanked. I mean, yeah. that's all the size of Europe. You're yeah. talking about that's a market that's open that's nobody ever touched. And about 600 million of them use the internet for the first time in 2017. Wow. Six hundred million people. In 2017, the first yeah. time I used it. First time. Like a light switched on for them. Like, yeah, exactly. Wow. So now, and most of these people don't have that much money. Yeah. And they don't have a TV. They don't have time to go to the bar and have drinks or go to the nightclub and spend $10,000. That's yeah. what they make in a year sometimes. Yeah. So the idea is, so that, but they have a phone and they have data. Yeah. Yeah. So they spend all their life on the phone. So I think technology is a huge way and blockchain through that is a huge way to make an impact on people's lives. And if value, uh, money is a byproduct of creating value. So the more value you create for others, the more money you make. And I mean, where I sit right now, I have the potential and the opportunity and the ability to make this change and create this value. I mean, my, my work model is that I have my incubator where we work with non-tech entrepreneurs of great ideas for the right entrepreneur and the idea, we invest in them and back them, you know, yep. and we build a company with them. But I'm not working with one company myself. There's all these founders and I'm enabling multiple founders to work. You know, we, we invest in a lot of different companies and we actually build them. So I play a role where I can see where I can add value. This gives me the opportunity to travel. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not having to be responsible to show up in office every day. So I, I get to travel, I do a lot of flights. Um, and 
I enjoy that everything I know is from travel. You know, I never went to university, so I don't have, I don't yeah, have any formal education. Yep. But um, I got uh, traveling teaches me more. I, could, I, I really couldn't agree more. And I mean, the, the impact that it's having already on the space, when we talk about the unbanked, okay, yeah. it's, it's, look, it's thrown around so much. It's, so, it's thrown around so easily. I mean, I'm, I was looking at projects to invest in myself many years before I got into this space um, in, in the Philippines, the coconut water. Yeah. And how in the Philippines right now, what happens generally is that uh, the coconut people like, go and get the coconuts down, they get given their cash, they blow half their cash on drinking and smoking in the first week, then whatever's left goes back to their family. Now, the problem with that, because it's a cash society and cash economy, is that whatever's left goes to the family, which means that the education of those families are diminished significantly. Put the blockchain in there where everyone's accountable because they are unbanked. It's not even a bank account where, you know, Mrs. whatever her name is yeah. can see what's coming and she just automatically thinks this. So with banking people, with having them responsible for their funds, it can also really lift up uh, a country that might, or a, a part of a country that might actually be third world. And, and the, the most beautiful thing about this is that it, they're the most happiest with a little bit yeah. of, yeah. I mean, for us, it's not, I'm not going to be happy if there's a new mobile wallet pops up. I just invested in two, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but for them, if a mobile wallet comes in there, that can change their life in Completely. such a significant yeah. way. They're going to thank you for life. Yeah. They're like you changed my life. It creates create such a big ripple effect in the economy. Absolutely. So, so you're you're a prominent investor uh, in the space. Uh, you are on the panel just shortly. Uh, listening, I, I, I see. Is it a bunch of different pitches you're going to be hearing or is it more uh, talking about what you're looking for? No, 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 no. So it's the different pitches we hear and the, uh, there's like, I think there's five people in the jury. Five, uh, and yep. Everybody rates the, uh, and the company that wins gets an investment from me, uh, cash investment of 50,000 uh, pounds. That's the model. But I've done this in 12, 15 conferences now. Oh, I think I saw you in Dubai doing the same thing right? yes, last uh, year in October. Yes, yes. I'm going to be at this conference again in two weeks. Uh, you'll be there too. Okay. Yes. So look, what are you looking for when you're investing? I mean, obviously everyone, the classic answer is people. Now I know that's a big part of it, but I mean, are these projects getting the revenue? Because so many things in this space are not, the, the, the revenue model is almost non-existent, or it's so far down the track that it's almost like, you know, you're sort of kicking a ball down the, down, down, down the aisle, hoping eventually it gets in the goal, right? I mean, how far ahead or how far, what, what do you, what's your model you're looking for? For me, revenue? I mean, I'm very, very flexible, but I like to come in early and very early, and even when companies just have an idea. Right. So we incubate companies, like I'm a working man, so I, I do a lot of, uh, I have a lot of staff. So end yeah. of the day, we're not just investing, we're an activist investor. So we invest in a few companies, we just invest the cash and I then just check after six months how it's doing to yep. see how I got ROI. But then there are companies which we invest cash and resources and time. Yeah. So I'm responsible for building the technology for those companies. So we look for people who have ideas but they lack the technical skill set. And that's where we come in and we go in the idea stage and that's when we can guide them the most. And now it's very flexible. Maybe I invest in a company like I did a wallet, mobile wallet in Mexico. Yep. Then I met these guys and I said I invest in you too because I have already got a expertise in building a solution and, uh, once, yeah, so, you can do it so I can do it all over again. again with you guys, the different team, but the same model in Bangladesh, yeah. which are both big markets, Mexico and Bangladesh, yeah. Yeah. hundreds of millions of people. So it's that's the way I see it. So it's a very, very flexible. And then somebody could be already making 10 million here and they come to me. And I'm an equity investor in Ripple, and they've been out there for a while, they make a lot of money. So a lot of, and I invested very late when they were already worth a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. So, you know, there's different companies, but it's very different, very diverse. I mean, I go into very different industries. I have a vodka company. You know, I drink a lot of vodka, so I launched my own vodka. I mean, I have, we, we, my family's into fashion. We make uh, clothing for some big brands. Uh, we have thousands of tailors working for us. So it's different, different businesses, very diverse. Yeah, but technology is what I really bet on, and that's where I, I think technology has the potential to go to zero to 100x in three years. No other yeah. industry comes close. No, I agree. You can grow 20, 30% max, but technology is the only industry where technology is the only industry where you can 
goes zero to a hundred x in three years. There's a yeah. J curve. Yeah, yeah. Once yeah. you hit that J curve, then it grows exponentially. So, I mean, you've talked about some investments that have gone well. What is there anything in the investments that haven't gone well that you see as being a, I guess, uh, consistent? Like, what what consistently fails in a company? What what when they've when you've got involved, they're pushing it along. What makes a business that you've looked to invest and had a good idea, you wanted to back it, and it didn't happen? What's the consistency, consistency to failure? Uh, what You mean what makes failure repetitive? Correct. I mean, end of the day, um, the best way to define that would be like, you know, most of the time it comes out of execution. Because I'm going in so early into companies, it comes out of the team and execution. Because we know we are confident we always deliver a great product. We have a reputation for that. But uh, it comes down to the, the partners to go on the ground and deliver. and some abilities that really shine in this is persistence. You gotta be persistent. You yeah. gotta keep going. I mean, look at the stories of all time, right? The KFC, right? It's a great example. Yeah, the guy knocked, or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 64-year-old guy knocked yeah. on 300 doors before yeah. he sold his first bucket of chicken. Yeah. Well, look where his time, everybody has that every day. Yeah. Same with a lot of different founders. I mean, the light bulb. Thomas yeah, Edison, how yeah. many inventions? A thousand times. times. not to make the light bulb. Exactly, right? yeah. So, persistence is one of the most important abilities that entrepreneurs need to have to be successful. If they are, they can face failure. And you know, for me, I think, I think the only way you can not fail is if you do nothing, be nothing, and say nothing, right? So I think failure is a part of life. I learned from, I have more failures than successes. Oh, tell majority me of failures, well, right? I'm a so, trader, you know, you learn from your losses. And exactly, and like for me, even in my industry, I know certain things because I failed at doing that in a different company before. Yeah. And then I, I know them, that's why I can execute in a different company really much better. So I think the, the whole concept of fear needs to be redefined. And, and uh, you've got to own it. You've got to own it. All the, all the success stories. I you mean, you've got to share your failures. End of the day, I tell people like, the, you, a person never fails. If they, one if of they the businesses, is the person's business that yeah. failed. If, yeah, you, yeah. if you stand up again and go a second time at it, you're not a failure. Yeah. You're yeah. a survivor, you're better. You keep going. So you've got to keep going, exactly. And that's what defines an entrepreneur. So, what's the most exciting thing? I, I'm being very cognizant of time. I know you've got a panel to be on exactly. in just a moment. What's the thing that's most exciting for you right now in the space? Uh, in, the, in the blockchain space, I'm talking about. In the about. blockchain space. Most exciting for me, the whole exciting thing about blockchain is that it's finally a way to give power back to the people. Yes. You okay. can distribute governance, you can distribute management, you can decentralize how processes flow, right? I mean, for me, that's the. I've invested in companies which are non blockchain that still give the idea of decentralization, like Hashgraph. I mean, I just mentioned. Uh, uh, so I invest, I was able to see the investors in Hashgraph, and they do the same wow. idea, but they're not a blockchain, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's. Now people have a, have, have a say and you can, they can finally have a way of a better uh, lifestyle, right? It comes down to how whole the business industry is going to be changed with tokenization, right? So I mean, let's say he asks her as, as, as and say what's the best car to buy. Right now both of us probably say buy a Ferrari, buy a Rolls Royce, right? But if Audi and BMW came out with their tokens and you bought a bunch of Audi tokens and I bought a bunch of BMW tokens, then uh, and you had your Audis and I had my BMWs and I would you would say buy an Audi because now you get a part of the revenue the company yeah, makes. Yeah, you, you, I would say buy a BMW. Yeah. And then they even say the token has a vote. So Audi made ten billion and then you have a vote to say if, the, if they should invest that money in going into trucks or if they should invest that money going to fighter planes. Yeah. So you should you could say trucks. You know. It gives you power of word. Safety. So so a business can really scale when the three stakeholders involved is, is, the, is the owners of the business, is the users of the business, and the management of the business. When they align incentives, that's when you can really scale. 
Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you, Doctor. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Where pleasure. can people find out more information about you and what you're up to? Uh, I mean, uh, always happy to listen to people. Everybody can reach out at any time. Uh, Evan at evanluthra.com. Uh, and you can follow me on Instagram at evanluthra. So. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hey, go get Thank yourself you. on that panel. Good luck. Pleasure. And I'll speak to you again soon. Pleasure Bye for now. Thank you.